Welcome to Kingwood Church Online. Man, I'm Pastor Corey, and I am so excited to be with you today. Hey, since it's Mother's Day and, and Amber and I are speaking, we wanted to both take time to say Happy Mother's Day to our own mother. Mom and, and Roxanne, my mother-in-law, Happy Mother's Day. I want to wish a big Happy Mother's Day to my mom uh, down in Florida. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Wish I was there celebrating with you, uh, preferably at the beach. But uh, hey, we can't spend the day together. Like Pastor Corey said, my name is Pastor Amber, and I'm so excited to be preaching uh, this morning. I know we have something awesome to share with everybody. Yeah, you know, Amber, I wish I was at the beach today, too. It'd that would be, be a nice place. to be. Happy Mother's Day, though, but we wish we were in Florida at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> today is such a great day. We're so glad that you joined us um, this morning. If you've not got a chance to watch the blessing that our worship team put together, we just want to let you know we're going to replay that at the end of the service. And we want you to stick around because we want you to be blessed. And I'm telling you, I promise, if you stick around and you listen to that, that worship song, you will be blessed. Hey, today we're going to talk to you about something that's special to our hearts. Amber and I have um, different seasons in our life. We, we have different experiences that we've walked through. And a lot of times comparison comes into place whenever you are thinking about who you are and what your title is in the moment in the season of life. And today, we want to talk to you about winning the comparison game. You know, we all have different titles, some that we've earned, some that we've worked for, and some that just happened to us, such as daughter, mom, sister, niece, dad, brother, stepmom, stepdad. You know, there's all kinds of different titles that we carry in life. And those titles can mean so many different things in different seasons. I know for me, right now, I'm trying to achieve the cool mom status. I downloaded a TikTok, and I'm learning some stuff. I'm working with my kids. You know, I, I want to be that cool mom. But also, sometimes I just naturally get the strict mom title. Not that I want it, but sometimes that's just who I am. You know, no matter who you are, and no matter what season in life, no matter what title you are carrying right now, there's one thing that is for sure. Titles can change. Titles can, can come and go. Sometimes we choose them to change, and sometimes they just happen to us. Especially over the last few weeks, a lot of you that were just work, working mom or just mom, stay-at-home mom, have all of a sudden became a different kind of mom. Maybe you were a working mom, and you went from working mom to stay-at-home mom. Maybe you were a stay-at-home mom, and now it's all the whole family is staying at home, mom, and you're not just that. You are also a homeschool mom now, and we are praying for you. We have been praying for you. You know, titles come and go, and um, we, we, we can be defined in culture by what title we're carrying in the season. And today I want to share with you a biblical context of culture and how titles affected the way that Mary and Martha reacted to Jesus being in their midst. You know, Martha, we know, she reacted in a different way than Mary. But let's read that today and let's talk about that. It's found in Luke 10. We're going to read verse 38 through 42. Let's read that today this morning. It says this. It says, As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and she said, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered. 
You are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed. Indeed, only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. This morning, as you listen to Pastor Corey read the story of Mary and Martha, maybe you've heard it a million times, or, or maybe this is your first time to hear it. And this morning, as we talk about comparison, uh, we want you to really look at this story with fresh eyes and uh, fresh ears and uh, with a new perspective. The, the truth of it is, the story can feel outdated or even sometimes obvious, right? Like, Martha, like, stop cooking the dumplings and go be with Jesus. Uh, you can order DoorDash later. Like, do you not realize how amazing this moment is for you to go and to sit at the, fit of, sit at the feet of Jesus? And I think this story is still so relevant for us today because sometimes we get so caught up in what's expected of us and what we should be doing and who we should we feel like we should be that we miss out on being our true selves. So if you're taking notes this morning, uh, the title of our message is Winning the Comparison Game. And our, our first point is this. So if you have something to take notes with, you should totally jot this down because it's so good. But point number one is this. Stop comparing yourself to the cultural norm. Easier said than done, right? Because the truth of it is we're faced with spoken and unspoken cultural expectations every day. My, my house should be bigger. Uh, I should have a better job. I should have a family by now. I should be married. I should be skinnier. I should be buffer. I, I should have reached this milestone in my career. And the list goes on and on and on. But the way we defeat the, those norms and those things that we, we hear all the time, whether from ourselves or other people, is by really learning what comparison is. And so I want to give you a couple of things this morning that I know to be true of comparison. And the first one is this. Comparison doesn't play fair. Think of it this way. You know the very worst parts of yourself. And so often we take our worst day and our, the worst parts of who we are and compare them against the best we know about other people. And social media really isn't any help with this. So comparison doesn't play fair, but comparison robs us of our time. Uh, you have 86,400 seconds in your day. And I know during quarantine, it has felt like triple that because uh, we have been stuck at home, uh, not able to go anywhere. But wasting even one of those seconds, comparing yourself against someone else, uh, is it, just a waste of time. Um, we, we have so much time. We have, we have limited time and we have so much time all at the same time. But the way we use that time really does matter. And lastly, comparison deprives us of, of true joy. Uh, you will never be happier because you compared yourself against someone else. You're never going to find value or meaning or fulfillment uh, in your life. Comparison only distracts from the beauty of our own lives. And all this was true of Martha. Martha was so caught up comparing herself and comparing what Mary was doing uh, against what she was doing that she became self-righteous. Uh, I love that the scripture says that Martha said, Lord, don't you care? Uh, I don't know about you, but I've prayed a couple, Lord, don't you care kind of prayers in my life. But Martha is self-righteous. She's exhausted. She's been cooking in the kitchen. Uh, she's probably burning up and a little frustrated. I mean, I've never hosted the son of God in my house. Uh, there's not really a Pinterest board for that. And so I, I get that she'd be a little stressed, but Martha was so concerned with what Mary was doing that she missed out on who was in the room. Wow, Amber, that is just so good. She was so concerned about what Mary was doing, she missed out on who was in the room. That is just an incredible statement. You know, I, I think that, that I have been so guilty of that at times in my life. Mary did not catch the most important thing, the most important voice that was in the room. 
In order to win the comparison game, here's what we want you to know. Number two is if you recognize him, you've got to realize what God says who you are. If you recognize his voice, you, ha you can win the comparison game. If you hear what he says about you, then you can win that comparison game. I can't tell you how many times I've become so focused on, on what I am, and most importantly, what I am not, that I've missed God's voice. I've missed the fact that Jesus is in the room with me and that his presence is all that matters, not my to-do list, not what I've got to get done, but that he is there and to listen to his voice. We miss that fact that God is here and he is for us. We miss what God says about us when we forget that he's in the room with us. You know, Mary and Martha, they were in the presence of Jesus. And Mary found herself at his feet. But Martha was focused on who knows what, the culture, what culture had defined her title as. She was focused on the time of day. She was focused on her to-do list. Whatever it was, she missed the fact that Jesus was in the room with her. I know that these last couple of months, they've affected all of us in many different ways. In one way or another, it's been a life change for all of us. And whether we recognize it as just a big inconvenience or maybe it's been a traumatic experience for you. I think for most of us, it's probably been more traumatic than anything. And I know that the truth is, is that during traumatic events, we begin to question our purpose. We begin to question our direction. And if you've been following the crisis conversations, I hope that you have. Um, you will know that mental health is not something that should be taboo. Mental health is important to all of us. We all at some point or another in our lives, we need to hear and to re be reminded what God says about us. Truth is so important to remember in these times. And Mary and Martha, them being at the feet of Jesus, emotionally, mentally, physically, they needed to know and to be reminded that Jesus was there and that was what was most important. You know, now more than ever in our lifetime, it is important to remember who you are. It's important to know who God says you are and who you belong to. I'm sure that Mary realized the value of who was there, but she found herself worrying about all the to-dos. And, and the idea of who she was in that role in that moment became the most important. Do not let this moment pass you by in knowing who you are to Jesus. Corey, that's so good. Uh, it's, so, it's so easy to forget yeah. who, who God says we are. Uh, and that leads us to the last way that we win the comparison game this morning, if you're taking notes, is point number three. We have to embrace who we are. We have to realize that God loves the real, true, authentic us. God's not waiting uh, to love us until our, lo our life looks more like our neighbors or until our family gets it together, until we drive a nicer car, until till we're able to achieve certain accomplishments. He loves you. And whether you feel like you have it all together this morning or you feel like a quarantine hot mess, he delights in you. And if we're not careful, we can spend so much time comparing and trying to become some, someone else that we can forget who we are and we can forget how great it is to be who God's created us to be because we're investing in something that isn't real. Uh, I have a friend who really loves plants and uh, not too long ago she bought a, uh, a plant from the inside uh, of a, like one of those big box stores and for months she had been watering this plant 
and uh, a friend of hers came over and picked up the plant. And when she did, all of this water gushed out of the bottom of this plant and she couldn't figure out uh, why that had happened. And so after a little bit of conversation, she realized that the plant was in fact fake. Uh, buying it inside of the store should have been the first clue. But anyways, uh, so she buys this fake plant and she's watering it. Um, and that's so true. Like what we water in our lives is what grows. And God, God grows what's real inside of us. And when we spend so much time watering what's fake in our life, we miss out on reflecting who God's made us to be. Genesis 127 says this, so God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. When we live our lives consumed by comparison, trying to be someone other than who God has truly made us to be, we miss out on reflecting the uniqueness and image of God. And Martha realized what mattered in that moment. It wasn't about what she could do for Jesus or who people thought she should be. It was about taking delight in being with Jesus. And this morning, as you're watching this on Mother's Day, uh, if you find yourself struggling with comparison, can I encourage you to take delight in being with Jesus? Maybe that sounds awkward. Maybe you're new to church and you're like, what does that even mean? Uh, here's what it means. It means just spend time with him. Open your Bible. We're, we're gonna sing the blessing in just a minute. Would you engage? And as you do, I promise that you, you'll know and you'll feel that God uh, takes delight in you. Sometimes we make God seem so angry, but he's not. Jesus loves you, and God isn't ashamed or disgusted of our, our reality, but instead he wants to sit and be with who we truly are this morning. So, and to stop striving to be someone else, but embrace who God's made you to be. That's how we kill comparison, by truly embracing who we are. Yeah, you know, the real you is not, it's not your title. It's not the season of life you find yourself in. <clears throat> the real you is finding yourself in the presence of Jesus. Yeah. That's where you find the real self. <clears throat> and I can't help but put myself in Martha's shoes. You know, she, she did not understand that she didn't have the grasp of Jesus' love in that moment. In that moment, her, her understanding of who she was was about her to-dos. And I, I know that you and I both find ourselves in that, in that same place so many times. And before we go back to Pastor Jay in the virtual lobby, we just want to take a moment to pray with you. We want you to, to, to be able to reach out and to connect with someone in the comments. Our prayer team is there, and they, they want to pray with you today because there's something that's so important that if you didn't catch this the first time we read it, I want you to hear it now. We're going to read this scripture again. It's found in Luke 10, 42, and it says this. Jesus made this statement. Only one thing is needed. He said, Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. You know, over the past few weeks, we've had a lot of stuff taken away from us. All of us have. We've, taken, we've had our, our ability to come and go as we want to freely taken away from us. We've had our social um, gatherings taken away from us. The ability to meet here as a church has been taken away from us. How quickly things can just change. But one thing is the same. The most important thing that cannot be taken away from you this morning is the presence of Jesus in your life. So this morning, we're going to close with, with this prayer and this song. And as you are singing this song in your home, as you are listening to the, the words be spoken over, to your over your life, remember who you are in Jesus. Amber, will you close this out in prayer? Absolutely. Jesus, I thank you so much for each person watching today. And God, I thank you that despite what we've done or how we feel in this present moment, God, that you take delight in us and you want to be with us. 
God, you don't want us to be copies of someone else, but God, you want us to be authentically ourselves. So Jesus, on on this Mother's Day, would you help every man and woman watching, God, would you help us to realize the joy of being ourselves, that you're satisfied with who we are. And so God, we love you and we thank you and it's in your name we pray, amen. Amen.